Buddhists of Haiti, the Tibetan numerologists of Appalachia, the unsolved mysteries of unsolved mysteries. This, this right here is the Reddit Explains Conspiracy, Controversy, and the Unknown podcast. We're your hosts, Sam Wilder and Addie Love. We're going to dive into the deepest recesses of Reddit with content every day. Yep, it's going to get a little weird. And a little spooky. And we're excited to get going. Let's do it. What are some dark events that happen in history that not many people know about? R slash ask Reddit. I'm so pumped. Once in the 70s, a film crew was filming an episode of The Six Million Dollar Man, and they were shooting at an amusement park funhouse kind of thing. A stagehand was moving what he thought was a prop wax figure on a noose, only for one arm to fall off, revealing human flesh and bone underneath. What? After an autopsy, it was revealed to be the 60-something-year-old corpse of an old Wild West outlaw that had been taxidermied to an extent. (laughs) Wait a second. Isn't that bizarre? So, a taxidermied human. Oh. And the corpse itself was like 60 years old. Oh my gosh. So the person had been deceased for at least 60 years. Oh my gosh. What a horrifying way to find that too because it was like on the set and they were like putting the figure on a noose so it's gonna be a dark scene anyway and then it's like whoa this is, thing is real this is a body oh my gosh that's no okay wow that's a good story yeah another, with another com- one yes I do lots the ideal maternity home here in Canada from the 1920s to the 1940s they took in babies from unwed mothers and they were selling them especially to desperate Jewish families in New Jersey adoption was illegal in the US back then Oh. It was later discovered that the people who ran this business would starve the unmarketable babies by feeding them only molasses and water. The babies would last around two weeks on this diet. They put the corpses in wooden boxes, um, often used for butter, and that's why the victims were called the butter box babies. The boxes were either buried on the property or at sea or burned in the home furnace. The parents who gave their child to this maternity home would go back and see how their child is doing, but were told the child has died when in fact it had been sold to adopting parents. Between 400 and 600 died in that home, and at least a thousand were adopted. But sadly, the adopted babies often suffered from diseases because of the unsanitary conditions and lack of care at the home. <gasps> Don't you mistreat babies, that's uh-uh. messed up. Butterbox babies? Mm-hmm. That's so sad. That's a tiny baby. Anyway. The Radium Girls. In the 1920s, they worked at a watch company painting the hours on the watches using radium, a radioactive element that glows in the dark. They did this with no PPE and weren't told radium is dangerous. Meanwhile, the chemists had full PPE and worked in a sealed environment. Worse, these girls that were painting the watches, they were instructed to lick the tip of the brush to make a very fine point. Some of them would paint their nails on their teeth with it, or their teeth with it for fun when they were out at night. They would develop cancer wherever the paint touched, and many of them had such decay in their jaws that their mandibles had to be held on with bandages. Oh my gosh. Bro. That is some dark stuff. Yeah. 
the cadaver synod. Oh no. Basically, the Pope had a previous Pope's corpse exhumed so the corpse could stand trial for something made up. So they dug up his bloated seven-month-old corpse and convicted him, retroactively nullifying his papacy. Then they dumped this bloated and convicted corpse in a river. The people got pissed and overthrew the Pope, who was strangled in prison. The next Pope came along and had the corpse collected from the river and its papacy uh, posthumously reinstated. <laughs> 897 was a crazy year. <laughs> I guess that was a long time ago. Yeah, I was like, wait a second. That's weird. So there was a Pope. Mm-hmm. And then there was a, the new Pope exhumed the body of the old Pope. To go on trial. To go on trial. Convicted the Pope. Mm-hmm. Aided not the Pope. Dumped his body in the river. The yeah. new Pope people didn't like. So then there was a new, new Pope <laughs> that went back to get the old Pope. <laughs> to be reinstated. To be reinstated as a Pope. <laughs> what I don't heck? know, dude. <laughs> I'm not them, but they, those are the decisions made. Oh my goodness. All right. Here's another one. The story of Hisashi Ochi and the Tokemura incident. Probably okay. said it all wrong, but that's okay. Hey, you tried. That's what's important. Yes, A for effort. He was an employee at the Tokemura nuclear plant where there was a disaster which led him to being exposed to nearly twice what is considered deadly in terms of gamma radiation. Did he become the Hulk? Yes. <gasps> no, he didn't. So, Oichi exposed to all this gamma radiation was kept alive against his will for 83 days he was just a shell of flesh and bone and completely lucid for about the first week enduring pain and suffering most of us could never imagine he asked doctors to let him die and they didn't they just prolonged his suffering and now we know what happens to the body when exposed to extreme levels of radiation what? your organs literally melt your skin falls off and it's worse than any horror movie. Oh, and this was in 1999. <gasps> and the order for nearby residents and businesses to evacuate wasn't sent out for nearly 12 hours. Yum. Oh, that is some dark stuff. Would you like to hear another one? Yes, please. Wouldn't expect this to be widely known because it's regional, but the Italian hall disaster, also known as the Christmas Eve Massacre in Calumet, Michigan, in the U.S., Calumet was nearly declared the capital of the state prior to this event due to the mining of copper at its peak. The copper boom in Minnesota, or sorry, I mean Michigan, produced a third of the world's copper. On December 24th, Christmas Eve of 1913, mine workers who had unionized were having a Christmas party. 1913 was a rough year. There had been a lot of strikes and violence at the C&H mining company at those sites. At this point, the miners had been on strike for five months and were at a standoff with the mining company. Mine bosses barricaded the doors of the hall the workers were in, and someone, suspected but never solidly proven to be associated with the mine, shouted, FIRE! 73 people were trampled to death when they couldn't get out of the hall, including several children. The subsequent investigation shielded CNH Mining Company from consequences and contributed to the abuse of the workers, primarily Finnish immigrants. Our regulations are written in blood. Oh. We have a few more. Pretty short. Okay. So everyone... dark. Yeah, I know. Kind of rough. 
Jake the Snake 07 said. So everyone knows the stories about how terrible the Russians were to the Germans during the final days or the east of the Eastern Front. But nobody ever seems to question why these soldiers turned into monsters. Usually people just go, oh yeah, fighting Nazis, duh, and move along. Yeah, it's a because, and big surprise here, the Nazis were awful, but especially to the Russians. So part of Nazi ideology is that humans exist on a scale of how great you were based on ethnicity. Well, during wars, one of the things you need is blood because you're going to have a lot of transfusions. You may be asking yourself, oh, but the Germans have the Jews in camps. Why don't they just use them for blood? To which the answer is simple. On that scale, Jews are not human and therefore they were unfit as blood donors to Germans. Slavs, on the other hand, despite being amongst the lowest possible level, level, were seen as being humans. So the Nazis would round up all the Slavic children they could find and put them into camps for the sole purpose of being living blood banks, <sighs> commonly being literally blood dry. IIRC, the removal, was even more painful than necessary for the time, and kids were only fed candy to keep them alive. As a result, only one or two percent survived. And that's the kind of stuff that made Russians treat the Germans so harshly. Um, Mm -hmm. well, that doesn't make me super happy either. Mm -hmm. Can I use little vampires? (laughs) Yeah, right. Sucking the life out of children. Awful. All right, last one. Okay. City of Philadelphia police bombing the Move house on May 13th, 1985. 11 people were incinerated, five of them babies. The fire was allowed to burn while the fire department watched. 61 black homes were destroyed in addition to the intentional loss of life. No city officials were ever charged with anything or held accountable. I don't know much about that one. Wait. So they just like lit a city block on fire or something? You know, they didn't make it very clear, but... It sounds like it was a police bombing. The move house on May 13th. Well, everybody, that's what we got today. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you later.